Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken the Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm so excited. My good friend, Lisa Barnett, is back with us. <clears throat> and we're going to be talking about quantum healing through the Akashic Records. Um, we're going to be talking about, you know, how it is time to update our soul contracts, how to clear uh, the ancestral trauma and curses <clears throat> and to move outside of time to reclaim talents from other lives. Oh my God, I was just talking about this the other day. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about how to help transform collective contracts as we support uh, our life and others. And of course, so much more. There's always some sort of wonderful healing process that Lisa brings through. We're going to be taking live caller questions, general questions. Lisa's not going to go into your records, but she is also very intuitive. So I'll just leave that out there for Lisa to deal with. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't know Lisa, um, she's been on our show, oh my God, since the very beginning, I'm sure. And I've actually worked with Lisa myself. I've taken her level one and maybe level two class. I think I missed, anyways, I've taken it in person. I loved it. That was my, I think my first real introduction to the Akashic Records and I absolutely loved it. So Lisa is an internationally known teacher, consultant and founder of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. She is a clear channel of divine wisdom and an energy master and spiritual teacher. And Lisa brings more than 25 years of spiritual counseling and energetic healing to her clients and students. And she incorporates information from your soul's library, the Akashic Record, with energetic healing on a soul level to help you break through blocks, clear pain, fear, and karma to create the life your heart and soul desires. And like I said, she's a wonderful guest, a wonderful friend, and I always love having her back on the show. <laughs> so, so much fun, so much fun to hear the different stories, all the travel you've been doing, and just, you know, life is just so exciting and wonderful, and I love talking to you, Lisa, so welcome back. Oh, thank you, Alara. It is always great to be here with you. I know. And I keep saying every time I'm like, I'm going to get to Europe and see you there sometime because the last time I saw you in person was in Ottawa, probably 10 years ago or something like that. It was a while. It's been Pretty a while. Long time. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And so when you were here in Croatia, it's like, I'm like, oh my God, that's so close. Yet so far with the whole stupid COVID thing. <laughs> Right. We almost didn't make it. We were we were in Germany and um, our flight was routed instead of going from Germany to Sarajevo. They were routing us through Vienna and um, to Sarajevo and they didn't want to let us go and stay in the EU like for two flights. <laughs> they were on the phone for half an hour trying to get approval kind of thing. Oh, so wow. I was standing in Frankfurt thinking, no, don't tell me they're sending me back. But anyway, they didn't. And it was yeah. a phenomenal, phenomenal trip. But, you know, when things wake, open back up again, hopefully yes. um, soon <laughs> enough next year, I am planning on being in Europe and we will make a plan. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yes, absolutely. I would love to see you again in person, you know, so that that'll be so much fun. I'll be here, <laughs> as you know, um, Robert and I are not you know, traveling anytime soon, you know, so, um, and thank you again for all of your love and support and blessings for, uh, for Robert and, and myself. So thank you. I really appreciate it. I know. Wish I was there to do more, but <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Robert's getting better every day. He's looking fantastic. He just, we just took a, a really good picture of him on the weekend because his friend came over and gave him a haircut, but he won't let me share it. 
Oh, so, oh. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's like, oh my God, you look so good. <laughs> oh, good. But yeah, things are good. So, all right. So, let's talk about heal, uh, healing uh, through the Akashic Records, quantum healing through the Akashic Records. Most people, I think, are familiar with the Akashic Records, but just in case yeah. somebody is not, can you just give a general overview of sure. what the Akashic Records are and how we can use them? in our lives to support our evolution. And it is about our evolution, everyone. It's not just about, you know, mm, uh, like, ugh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm not sure, but it's not, it's not a struggling, but we are always evolving. We are always growing. We are expanding. And that's what our life is about, evolving on a, on a bigger, bigger level with ease and grace. <laughs> with, right. with, with ease and grace, yes. <laughs> More ease and grace. Absolutely. Yeah. So our topic today is quantum healing through the Akashic Records. And um, I, of course, use the Akashic Records for everything because many, many years ago, the record keepers said to me that because the Akashic field is part of divine source energy and also part of the quantum field, everything, all of our healing tools, whether it's something like Reiki or some kind of hands-on healing or Theta healing, they're all actually kind of um, upgraded by doing it through the Akashic field because you've moved straight into this divine field of source energy. So each and every one of you have your own personal Akashic record, which is the recording of your soul's journey throughout all time space continuum. So all of the gifts and talents that you've had in other lifetimes are there and actually pretty readily accessible to you if you want to try and work on reclaiming or you want to do some energy work to reclaim um, gifts and talents. We write soul contracts and to have um, amazing supportive relationships. And we have soul contracts with karma attached, which means we want to learn and grow in that relationship. And so not only is your Akashic record filled with all of the lifetimes and experiences you've had, you also have written a soul plan for this lifetime and each other lifetime, but for this lifetime. And one of the very valuable aspects is that we can look at your soul plan and say, what was I thinking? Why do I have these relationships? What soul purpose or gifts and talents did I want to share with other people in this life? And so, so much information that is really usable like understanding your soul's plan and healing and upgrading your um, challenges, right? Understanding them and clearing old stuck energy, releasing old vows, all sorts of different things we do by accessing this quantum field and really bringing um, that energy instead of stuck in kind of a past life story, we can bring it more present into this life and your body now so that you can access that information that is valuable for you in this life. So there's my <laughs> kind of short description of what the Akashic Records are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely, no, it's wonderful. And you know, there is, you know, and for me, one of the most important things is about understanding that 
you know, there's more to our life, our personality, who we are, than just what we, you know, think, right? There's so much more that's involved. And there's so much, more, so much more that's available to us now, more and more, the more that we raise our vibration, the more that we, you know, do our soul work, you know, more of that is, is you know, comes online, right? It uh, comes forward, right? The more work that you do, the more gifts that you, you know, of your own that you share, the more gifts are, 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 are woken and they, and they come forward. As long as you are in alignment with, you know, your heart's desires and your soul's desires, right? Right. Right, right. Because we do have kind of a path and a purpose. I just think that they're um, bigger than most people imagine. But really having that alignment to what your soul wanted to do and create and learn in that lifetime, in this specific lifetime, when you can align to that, then it makes it so much easier to create that life that your heart desires. So, um, and this is such a perfect time for it, right? Every last year we were going inwards. We, so many people were doing a lot of different healing um, and just getting more conscious about life in general. I think having some kind of quiet time was really good in general for humanity. I know that so many people were lonely and had health issues and and on and on but the overview the record keepers give us is that that time was very very beneficial for humanity um, as a whole to actually get more conscious and of course some people got just something else (laughs) or different or you know so we all we all do our own thing but um from what i see in the akashic records and the conversations i have with the record keepers we have raised our vibration as a humanity we have started to wake up so many more people literally are waking up and thinking wow i i i feel like i came to do something maybe more important or bigger or for humanity more so than I've ever thought before in my life. And often people are having that epiphany at, you know, 40 or 50 or 70, right? It doesn't matter how old you are. There are still new things, right? To learn and do and, and gifts to share. Even, um, when I look at my Akashic records, this always kind of cracks me up in a sense, but it's a little daunting. I get that there's some new things I'm supposed to be doing somewhere around 93 or 94. And I think, really? Well, okie dokie, then I better stay healthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember um, reading about Bert Goldman, right? And at at age 80, he started doing new things, all these new different things, you know? And it's like, you know, when I look at my parents, you know, um, they're not quite 80 yet. I think they're in the 70s still. I can't see them doing anything. And I keep telling them like, mom, dad, you got, you got to do something. You got to have a hobby. You got to do more than what you're doing. It's like, doesn't this something not light you up, you know? And it's like, no, I'm fine. It's like, okay. (laughs) but some of us, you know, we do new things all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's different for everybody. Well, and, and honestly, I think what I realize is that 
we can be given a lot of information about probable futures, mm -hmm. but again, nothing is written in stone in the Akashic field or in the world of humanity at all. Yeah. And so we get to choose to keep raising our vibration, to do our energy work, to clear old emotional pain or trauma, all of which is relatively easy to do through your own Akashic field. Because again, when we go into this quantum field, we can move outside of time and space. And so I like to teach my students how to do their own healing through the Akashic um, field. And, and I'm sure we'll do some fun group clearing and healing today mm -hmm. with everybody. Because it's so profound. I love to get together with a nice group and, you know, just because we have group contracts. We have contracts with singular other souls, but we have big group contracts also. And so when we can clear some of the old stuff that no longer serves humanity, like the imbalance of masculine and feminine energy. When we start to clear those old contracts so we can bring in the new, we're literally helping to heal all of humanity. So, um, and all of this is really done kind of through the quantum field by being able to access the Akashic records and move into that, that beautiful field of, of source energy and the all and create new. So, um, yeah, so very, very fun and very, very powerful. And so when people say, you know, why would I want to learn to access my own Akashic records? You know, of course, me, why wouldn't you? you know, there's, <laughs> there's so much information, yeah. but there's so much healing that you can do for yourself to transform your life. And, and I've been at it for, well, we'll call it over 25 years. I have a very terrible sense of time. So it could be closer to 30. I don't even know. But I mean, I've literally been working on myself since I was a teenager. <laughs> so, so that's way longer than any of those numbers I just threw out there. But it's still I mean, it changes and, and it shifts. And even after 40 years, I see because there's more light and more energy coming to the planet than there was 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. we can make changes that we couldn't make 40 years ago. Yeah. And so staying with it is also very important. It really is such a, a process, right? Instead of like, oh, I'm going to clear that once and it's done. Um, because, you know, often we clear it <laughs> two or three or 10 times. Because again, most of us, have had 400 or 600 or 800 lifetimes here on earth. So if you've had 40 or 50 lifetimes where you've been working on a karmic pattern, there's layer after layer after layer. What do you imagine? 40, 50 layers of crap, mm -hmm. right? From mm -hmm. all of that work you've been doing in 40 or 50 lifetimes. And so um, having that gift to be able to when something gets triggered, when things show back up again, when, um, you know, we end up having another like an emotional, um, you know, traumatic experience, which, you know, so many of us have in yeah. life on an ongoing basis, right? Um, doesn't just happen when we're young, you know, we go through divorces, people die, 
all, you know, on and on. Um, so having the ability, I think, to be conscious of some of the whys, which is interesting. And then also, um, you know, being able to to make some of these shifts. I see, I see um, Debbie's asking, um, how do we clear soul contracts? And honestly, it's relatively easy when you're inside your Kashuk records, mm -hmm. because we go into the records, which I teach and we'll talk more about later because um, I do have a live workshop starting next week. But we learn to access that energy to go into the Akashic field in the quantum field. And then we actually can work with our Akashic beings of light who are the, the keepers of our records, but they are also here to help us and support us and help us to clear old energy and release what no longer serves us. And so often we have a soul contract with someone um, to learn something. So sometimes it's a challenging relationship, say. And then part of having that relationship is about the soul growth and the learning. The learning is really helps your soul to grow and awaken. So we have to come to a place of being able to see what that lesson is or understand that growth or, or kind of um, move through it with love and compassion and forgiveness. And all of those aspects help us to clear and release any stuck like contracts in this lifetime. Um, and then we can literally just go back through other lifetimes because Again, in the quantum field, there is no time space. So we can literally just collect all of those soul contracts we had with that person and other lifetimes to literally clear and um, burn them, release yeah. them, mm -hmm. reclaim them. Yeah. So um, yeah, so soul contracts to work with them and work through some of those things are very, very powerful because a lot of people who are in our lives, we have, we come back to them, we make new soul contracts, because we haven't worked through that whatever story, we haven't learned that lesson, we haven't learned about forgiveness, or we haven't been able to come to a place to see these people really as, as divine souls, because maybe they're not very nice in this lifetime. Yeah. So, um, you know, lots of work we can do around uh, soul contracts. Um, the karmic pattern is a little bit of a bigger process, but certainly we can work with it. That's again, huge gift from the Akashic Records. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. And, you know, and that's the thing is like with the soul contracts, with the karmic patterns, belief patterns, etc., all of that can be healed and cleared um, in the Akashic Records as well as. Um, but for me, like the healing and clearing really, truly only ha can happen when you have that understanding and learn the lesson. You can't be just running away from something, right? Right. Right. Like, you, like, you know, like, let's say I'm having a, I don't know, a horrible relationship with uh, <laughs> somebody, right? It's like, okay, I'm just going to go into my records and cancel that contract and let it be done. It doesn't work like that. 
Right. No, it really is about the soul growth. Bottom line, we choose to have these challenging relationships because we as souls want to to grow and to understand something bigger. Right. And it may really be about um, a bigger picture of understanding that we are literally all one. So often if that person is, you know, showing up and triggering you all the time, there's some aspect of them in you and you in them. There's some mere action going on. There's some buttons that you have. And again, the, the thing with the Akashic Records is that it has such depth that we can go in and we can ask about layers and levels of information. So your soul's overview may be that you want to move into a place of unconditional love, which is honestly relatively different than human love, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all of that energy of being, and, and so many of us have, again, these kind of bigger group soul contracts, we're really here to awaken as, as a group, as a collective of humanity, so that we can move into these higher vibrations and literally move into the fifth dimension. And eventually over the next whatever years, 50 years, 100 years, 20 years, 200 years, I don't know. It depends on how fast we move and what we do. Mm -hmm. um, to come to a place of really creating a beautiful, um, you know, Eden here, a heaven on earth, um, create the life that really our soul does desire, that all of our souls desire to create this beautiful uh, world. So it's the process we're in. And because there's seven plus billion people on the planet, <laughs> we know everyone's not going to wake up tomorrow and be mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be nice. I want peace, you know? Yeah. So it is a process and we don't have control. No one would say no one really has control over it. But as each and every one of us does our peace, right? As each and every one of us takes care of our little garden, um, we are creating that, that beautiful you know, mm -hmm. Garden of Eden, if you like that idea or and whatever. It's possible. That's the thing. It's like it's possible for all of us, not just for me or not just for Lisa, but it's, it's possible for all of us. You have to decide and choose what that looks like for you. And also it's like, what are you willing to let go of that is not in alignment with that anymore? Like if I, I had a thought today of something about my, 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 my brother and sister-in-law and I'm like, oh, interesting that that thought is coming up. You know what? I think I'm just gonna let it go. You know, it's like, it doesn't serve me anymore. So I'm gonna let it go. And, you know, whatever happens with our relationship is going to happen, but I'm not going to get attached to that story anymore. It's like, yeah, you know what? That doesn't serve me. It doesn't, you know, I'm done with it. But the thing is, it's like, for me, you know, it, it was, a, it was a, an old pattern, right? An old belief, an old story. But today is when I finally was willing to like, it, it is what it is it's okay. And I'm, 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 I'm okay with letting it go. It's not that important. Right. But it's, yeah. take, it's taken me a long time. <laughs> right. Probably most of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and yep. you know, it's interesting that you had that experience today. Today, 
I mean, this is June 1st, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Today really is, feels like, <laughs> like a doorway flew, a do you know, whatever, big doors yeah. flew open. Um, there's been so much energy coming, you know, it through in May since the beginning mm -hmm. of the year. Last year was, you know, fascinating. And also lots of high vibrational energy has been coming to the planet. And so, you know, we keep hopefully doing our work. And I think that enough people have been really doing their work. Um, I had the kind of the funniest experience today because um, our old swimming pool, our house is like 60 years old and the pool was just a disaster. So we hired somebody back in January to redo our swimming pool, which now as of June is still basically a big hole in the ground with rubble all around it. <laughs> and I thought, what part of me, I had this conversation yesterday, what part of me is not ready to move forward? What part of me, and I don't have to know exactly, but just the realization that some part of me, like we're in Croatia for three weeks, yeah. nothing happened. I mean, I talked to the people, my, my 20 year old children are home, they can work on the pool, blah, blah, blah. Anything happen? Nope, they just avoided us for three weeks, right? So yesterday, what part of me doesn't wanna move forward? What part of me isn't ready? What part of me is like maybe even afraid of what I'm creating? And less about the swimming pool per se, that's more of a symbol, right? We often have symbols. What part of me is literally afraid? Because on top of it, I'm trying to get on a TEDx stage and I'm finishing book number three. And I'm like, what part of me is afraid to do all of this stuff? And I just kind of sat like with that. And I was like, you know what? Nothing, really, not really afraid. Nope, it's all good. I'm okay with standing on a stage. Kind of scares me to death, but <laughs> I'm all good. I, but, but I'm like, but I really am good. And, and, and I kind of went through all of my like little constrictions and I'm like, hmm, yeah, no, I, I'm good. And I was even dreaming about it. 7 a.m. this morning, my dog starts barking and barking and barking and I, open my sliding glass door to my bedroom. And there's three guys standing out there ready to work on my swimming pool this morning. No warning. No. <laughs> I was like, yes, thank you, God. You know, mother, father, God is God divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And then it was hysterical because the gardener showed up after three weeks and my husband's office was, they were ready to repair it his air conditioning. And I'm like, wow, I must have done a lot of work in my sleep and really over this, this mm -hmm. weekend. But it was about my family too. And my own brother and my which is what triggered my memory. Mm -hmm. And then we start to see things change. And sometimes it's something as weird as um, as the pipes in your house blowing up or needing, you know, I had the plumber out twice, they had to rotor root my whole house. I'm like, okay, this is the time to let go of all that crap. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figuratively, literally all <laughs> levels. And I feel it. And I'm so excited because I'm like, yeah, whoop, yay. Thank you. You yeah, know, and so go. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just being aware for each and every one of you watching, right? Be aware what's stuck, what's broken, what's breaking. What are you not wanting to fix? What are you not wanting to look at? What are you not, you know, letting go of? And sometimes just like you said, Alara, sometimes it's like being yeah, isn't that interesting? I was I was holding on to some judgment of, mm -hmm. you know, right or wrong, or there mm -hmm. was some level of thought or belief. Expectation and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'm sure you'll see how letting go of that will affect your life, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's more of like, it's like letting go of that story and letting go of that energy so the more of me can expand so the more of me can come forward right because when we have those judgments those you know expectations those triggers they keep us stuck they keep us tied down they keep us you know restricted and limited right right absolutely which is why all the plumbing people showed up today <laughs> I was like, whatever, because there's a lot of foundational things I think that are happening or have been happening, right? This has been part of 2020 and now, you know, 2021. It's about building a new solid foundation that's going to hold the new earth for us. That's going to, you know, really be the foundation for this divine world that we're creating. So, um, you know, just often that's where it shows up as so kind of weirdly foundational, right? Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. all the dirt and rubble all around my pool or the plumbing or the electricity or the broken car or the flat tire or, you know, a lot of times it literally does show up like that, like weird mundane stuff. But when you're like, oh, I can let that go. I can, you know, surrender to the greater world, to the greater good, all of those pieces. So it feels really exciting because I, I know we're doing it as a group. So I'm sure lots of people probably even have stories about those things too that have been happening over the last, you know, May was really a big, it was a big month, month of that. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like a lot of people are, I think are now are, are getting that call to step forward more, to shine their light more, to share who they are more. You know, it's like it's time. People are, are coming out of the the shadows, coming, you know, just they want to be, you know, they, they want to make a difference. You know, they're they're also realizing now after the last year and being, you know, uh, at home, etc., and just you know, being cocooned, we did do a lot of work, absolutely. But at some point, it's like, all right, now it's time to you know share that work that I've done, share that transformation, share who I am now, you know, because well, I'm not the same as I was you know, at the beginning of 2020, for example, right? So, right. so it's like, it's time for all. So I think a, a lot of us are feeling that way. It's like, yeah, I want to do something different now. I want, I, I really want to focus on me now. I want to focus on what's right for me. And right. at the same time, me and humanity, how I can share that with humanity, with the planet, you know, and make a difference. Right, right, right. And that's, you know, also, you know, when we do, the record keepers have always said, when we heal ourselves, when we do our own personal work, we are healing humanity. Because if we're working on our relationships and, and they're out of balance in whatever way, it might be male, female energy or power or struggle around some kind of masculine, feminine um, struggle, which is huge in our world. And there's huge group contracts to help to rebalance masculine feminine energy and again balance it so mm -hmm. it's not out of balance either way so that we really can 
go forward and create the world in balance, in love, you know, in, um, in harmony, in this, harmony right? right? In yeah. this way. So when we do it for ourselves, when we're conscious of it for ourselves, when we can start to see it in the world and bring it out in the community or in our business or our whatever it is, our job, our family, mm -hmm. it literally does help to ripple out to humanity. So um, doing your own healing work is always wonderful. And, and it's never selfish. It's never, <laughs> you know, it's always good. Yeah, it's always good. Absolutely. Um, so I know we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff. A lot of people have their hands raised and have questions in the chat. I did say at the very beginning that you right. cannot open people's individual records. So if you have something really specific that you're asking that's in your records, we can't do that. But we, we can take general type of questions, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, so of course, my intention is to do group healing. So um, I, I saw somebody's question I, about a relationship with, I wasn't sure, I don't even remember because it was earlier on, if it was with yeah. your brother or your something. Um, but we can do some work around those relationships for everybody. And that's, again, one of the thing, um, uh, one of the things that this energy and this work is so profound for. Yeah. So what I love to do is bring the whole group together into the Akashic records. So we're really moving into that vibration. So when I do, a, when, when I do a, a personal Akashic record reading, and of course I'm also, you know, in the records and often will get a good hit for you, but it's very different than an Akashic record reading. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's why, you know, I don't tend to do them in, in this form. I prefer to help to heal everybody so that everyone gets a benefit of, you know, yeah. the next, whatever, 30 minutes of work we do instead of just five people. Right. Yeah, exactly. So if we so can ask questions more generally, Exactly. General questions, uh, you know, general questions about, I don't know about what, but generally, you know, like, um, like, for example, Kavita says, is there a way to release blocks to meeting our most ideal partner? So that's a general question, right? Right. I think. Right. <laughs> it's right. not specific. Right. It's a general question. <laughs> so something like that, right? We can ask something, yep. you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Ge a generic, general one. And if you can, you know, that'd be great. So I don't know if you want to take like live caller questions because we have lots of people with their hands raised. Oh. <laughs> yeah, why don't we? Why just not? you know, just just sure. So so let's do this first. Why don't we? Um, why don't I bring everybody into the Akashic records together? Mm -hmm. Let's open the records of the group and the energy. So you'll all get that healing as we're in that beautiful divine source quantum field. Akashic vibration, right? Yeah, All absolutely. of that expansive energy. So let's do that first. And then, um, then y'all can ask whatever you'd like some healing around and everybody will get a healing and however that fits in with them. Yeah. Okay. So let's just start by taking a nice deep breath as we really drop down into our heart space. And if you're home and you can close your eyes with your feet on the ground, let's go ahead and do that. And we invite our soul 
that expansive soul of you to come more fully present down into your physical body, filling down into your torso, all the way down into your hips. Let's connect all the way down our legs as we connect with Gaia beneath our feet. And we ask for her assistance for the help of Mother Earth to help us to stay grounded and centered and present as we do this expansive work today. And we ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help as we lay our multi-dimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truths we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. Hmm. Beautiful. So just letting yourself notice what you notice. I always see a really beautiful kind of silvery blue column of light encircling all of us. So it really tends to kind of encircle the planet because we're all over the world. You may feel it kind of a swirling energy or you may feel held in the arms of the divine. Whatever you're feeling is just perfect for you. Oh, good. And so we just ground this beautiful Akasha column of light and energy down to Gaia as we really are bridging heaven and earth for the highest good of all concerned. Good. All right. So... All right, so we're going to take some questions. <laughs> I know we're not going to get to all of the questions. We're going to take some questions, okay? Because you guys got you have a lot of people with their hands raised and questions in the chat. But I want to I want to take a, a general question from Gina, which is um, great. Uh, how do you know if a block is healed? Do we just wait to see if the same situation happens again? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say that most people have some um, feeling of the energy shifting. Often when I do um, group healing, people will feel, I know, <laughs> Alara always yawns and yawns and yawns. It's kind of like a, a um, one of the ways that our body is releasing and shifting, right? Some people feel energy moving. Some people just feel uh, tired <laughs> and lighter. So part of what's important is to believe, to know that it's been cleared and released and to be grateful for all of that energy that's shifted and the highest energy that's coming in. And then we it's important for us to be active in the, in the, in the way of um, knowing that it's done. And so 
not looking for that situation, not trying to get it triggered, just knowing it's cleared and released. And often what happens is people literally will forget about whatever it was they were clearing because, because it's gone. Yeah, that happens to me so many times. It's like I've forgotten what the question was, what the issue was. It's, it's like completely gone. And if, I mean, if I force myself, I will remember it. But the, 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 the trigger is not there anymore. The energy around it that was there before is not there anymore. Right. So that's how you know when something's really been healed and cleared is that you, you don't you don't remember it. And it's just doesn't feel like anything, you know, so I can talk about my like my first ex-husband now. No problem. Hardly anything there. <laughs> I talk about not hardly anything, but there's really nothing there, you know, because I've done so much work and I've healed so many different parts of it. A lot of times when it, it's, a, it's a situation like a marriage or whatever is more than just one thing. Right. There's more than just one belief or one block. You know, there's many uh, tangled uh, to, together in it. You know, so sometimes we have to, you know, clear quite a few different things to really be free of something. Hopefully that helps yeah. too. Yeah, right. Because levels and layers. So it, de it depends, right? Of course, that's when I do, you know, personal Akashic record reading and healing sessions. I'll often clear, you know, three, five, seven different levels or layers of a story, which is, you know, one of the beauties of being able to work in the records and go deep and get different layers and different um, of those energies. And um yeah. And, you know, I just kind of to that, um, I wanted to uh, answer, I'm not sure if it's Angel, I just see part of the name, um, do the Akashic Records show links between generations when it comes to disease like breast cancer or similar ones that run through families? Um, yes. Uh, yes. And one of the things they, one of the things we do is we do do quite a bit of ancestral clearing because a lot of what happens is we may have a genetic propensity to something like breast cancer, but we may never call it to us or we may never have the experiences that trigger it in the body. And one of the things I do often see with um, dis-ease and different sorts of illnesses uh, is that, and that the record keepers have shared with me is that it's often suppressed or stuck or stuffed emotions that trigger these um, illnesses. And so one of the things they love us to do is to really go through and clear all of these um, different emotions. And um, one of the exercises uh, that I teach my students in course, in my Akashic Record course is literally to go through I don't know, I've had a dozen or so more different emotions and energetically clear them kind of one at a time. It's not something you do in a minute. Mm -hmm. It's something we might work through over months and come back around because some people have a lot of anger or, or low self-esteem or, and we do work around all of these different kinds of emotions. And one of the reasons they, the record keepers have wanted us to focus on that is because often those um, old, ignored, or stuck emotions are connected to um, the dis-ease of the body. And we also go through the ancestral lineage and clear a lot of emotional pain and different trauma and, and beliefs, conscious and unconscious, that have been handed down um, through the generations. So 
um, hopefully that kind of answers that question. And, you know, to be honest, you know, things don't run in a family. Somebody may have had it does not mean that you will as well, right? So when, when my mother had cancer, you know, seven, 10 years ago, whatever it was, um, my sister wanted to get checked, right? Because she's like, she had, she had breast cancer, so we should get checked and make and see if that runs in our family, see if I have that gene or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because I'm not calling it to me. Just because it happens to her does not mean it has to happen to me, right? So for, you know, so please get that too, that just because something happens in your family does not mean that it has to happen to you, right? do the clearing do the healing do the work but don't buy into it it's not true okay it's not true um i'm sorry i'm, I'm really adamant about that but it's like it's not true and you know that's not no, say I agree. That's what the record keepers say. They say you may have some genetic propensity, but that doesn't mean it's something that you create. Yeah. And so knowing that it's not true for you um, is very important to call the good to you energetically. And a lot of the way we call the good to us is by being the good, right? Being the love, being the light, being the grace or the service or just the beautiful higher vibrational energy. Of course, we're all magnets. And so whatever we are is what we're creating. And so um, I know it's a challenge in so many ways to think about that because we also have chosen to have some challenging experiences because we did want to learn and grow like not very nice parents or traumatic families or whatever those kind of um, yeah. different issues are that we put in our soul contract. But it really is so much about our soul growth um, and, and learning in so many different ways. So, yeah, we can do a bunch of um, ancestral clearing. And um, I often love to clear things like curses through the ancestral lineage because you would be surprised how many there are. <laughs> right? um, and see, like for me, that boggles my mind. Like, I don't think there would be that many. But then, you know, it's like I'm just so naive sometimes when it comes to stuff like that. It's like, no, that, who would do that? I mean, like, why would they do that? No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think part of the, the reason that I find a lot of them is what the record keepers also say is that it doesn't have to be like some kind of voodoo or mm. some kind of, you know, shamanic curse or some kind of, it can really happen energetically through enough hatred, anger, jealousy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So Which it, is... it's a little easier, sadly enough, than we might imagine. I know it's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Linda, you want to unmute yourself? <laughs> sure. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hi, Lisa. Hello. You were so kind to me the last time I talked to you, and that was just last week. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. um, okay. So I'm dealing a lot with a lot of people are leaving the planet right now. And it's really sad and it's really hard. And then how do you go about letting them go and then bringing in a brand new group so that, mm -hmm. you know, you can shed your light, not to the people that you had before, but now that you, you know, you're kind of 
off in a different place or whatever. Do you understand what I mean? Tanya? I do. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a great question. I'm just kind of asking the record keepers what they want to say. Um, so really what they're starting out by saying is that it is important to give yourself time to grieve. And so it's, it's important to feel what you feel, right? Again, often we want to move forward before we've let go. And, um, and then we end up kind of, you know, stuffing those emotions. And so it's important to spend whatever that time is for you, whether it's months or, you know, usually um, I, I find that the emotional grieving process, depending on your relationship to the person, of course, um, is six months to a year. And so giving yourself enough time to move through that, but also giving yourself permission to have fun. And the record keepers are saying one of the things that often will stop us is that we don't give ourselves permission because we feel guilty, right? So um, what the record keepers want to do is just clear any kind of residual guilt, any conscious or unconscious guilt where we feel like survival guilt kind of energy. Sometimes, you know, and I, I I'm, uh, ha have had, I don't know, about five of my good friends die throughout my life starting at 13. So, you know, young friends. Um, and I had tons of survival guilt, especially when my friends were in their teens and, and 20s and even 40 and 50 still. Um, so they just want to uh, kind of consciously bring that present if you have any of that survival guilt that it's part of who you are and what you've come to do. And this is for, of course, everyone. And um, so I just, I just am kind of feeling them clearing. They feel like there's a lot of old threads in people's spaces. Um, it's almost uh, kind of, it feels like a fine kind of energy. So they're just untangling, unweaving that thread of guilt. Like I shouldn't be having fun. I shouldn't be laughing because, you know, my friend just died and she's no longer here. He's no longer with me and whatever that is. So um, the record keepers, you know, of course, want you to be fully conscious that that person there's a part of that choice that is theirs and they're doing great. And so many people really have said energetically to me through the Akashic Records who have crossed, they've said, I knew that I could do more good from the other side than I could still in my body because my body wasn't that healthy or it was older or I just didn't have the ability or the gift or the power that I was wanting to have to use to help humanity at this time. So um, whether they're conscious or unconscious choices, and off, I mean, I would say most of us um, cross much more unconsciously-ish, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, but really just knowing that it is conscious, that it is, it, there is an aspect of that consciousness, at least to the soul now they've crossed. And so they're really just sending so much light. And I just, I, it's like, I, I see, a group of probably about that looks like this about 20 is what I'm getting souls who are kind of laughing and 
and they're funny. They're like singing and having a really good time. And they're like, we are so, you know, happy to be back in our power and to be able to help humanity at this important time. So helping yourself to remember that, you know, and loving them up and letting it go and remembering bigger truths and, and find ways to um, get out in the world to meet like the next group that you're here to share with. So that Thank you is much. what they're saying. That was very kind. Thank you. Thanks, Alara. Good. You're welcome, Linda. Thank you. Blessings. Um, okay, so Caroline, you want to unmute yourself? Hi. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi. And so I chose uh, a, a very tough life with uh, some abusive people in many fashions, in many manners. So now almost 60, I find that I react a lot, a lot less, um, but it's more my body that takes a hit kind of thing. And my, still my, my emotions, do we ever get rid of those, of those things, those contracts where we just can stop reacting to angry people or people shouting mm -hmm. things that just feel, ooh, especially when it comes to family members. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the record keepers are saying, yes, it is possible, but of course, because it is really that kind of PTSD reaction, that fight or flight, um, that it feels like there's quite a bit of also physical level um, clearing that's important to, to help you. So um, things like tapping, like EFT, um, you know, the interest. <laughs> The interesting thing they're showing me, and this is, I'm like, um, uh, you know, depending on where you live, I'm in California. So we have, you know, those float tanks. Have you ever, um, they have a whole, they have a whole name. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's coming to me and I can't think of it either, <laughs> but those um, something deprivation tanks, what's it called? Yeah. Sense deprivation. Yeah. They're sense deprivation tanks. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they're showing me that or that's what, the, but that's what they're suggesting if possible that you might find that it's a way to um, really release this energy from the body. So, so much of it is, um, gets to be almost cellular. So different ways, sometimes through detoxing, they're saying, um, and, you know, I imagine that there's some other kind of different versions of kind of physical clearing that you might do that might be like an EFT or something, but they're saying yes. But again, it's kind of another bit of a healing process mm -hmm. um, to go through, but absolutely you can, you can get rid of that. And, you know, like they were saying to me, you know, I've got stuff to do in my 90s. You know, I'm thinking, you know, 60, <laughs> heck, you know, you might have another 40, 60 <laughs> years. Who knows, right? It's not too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks. <laughs> yes, I understand. Yeah. Okay, no, I will. I'll, uh, I heard about the float tanks yesterday, so I'll look into that. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I love that, right? <laughs> when stuff like that starts popping yeah. up, you're like, okay, yep, I'll listen to that one. Confirmation. Um, yeah, and, and I, I'll, I'm just going to do, um, they just want us to do some group clearing, kind of um, um, the emotional pain on the physical level. So let me just do some. 
of that for everyone. So anyone who has had any kind of abuse or, or trauma or any of those kind of emotions that get triggered, like, you know, sometimes it will trigger also for us illnesses or exhaustion or um, difference, you know, could be shaking, it could be just, you know, trigger tears occasionally sometimes. So I'm just gonna go through um, the group energy and just clear all of that emotional pain that we can let go of today that's kind of stuck in the cells on a physical level. That's how they're saying so. And while we're at it, they're also clearing some levels of guilt, like we were just talking about it in the question before. So we can do that, that trauma in the body as well as, because um, also it seems like the guilt seems to be kind of in the body very often in a way. It's not until we laugh or we have some fun that it triggers this guilt that makes us think, I shouldn't do that. Um, so they're clearing that out also for everyone. Okay, good, just letting all of that go and filling everyone up with their own highest Akashic wisdom, information and light and physical level energy and vibration. I'm just gonna ask the record keepers, we'll do this again at the end, but just to update, upgrade, also kind of our genetic codes in our body because when we're letting go of some of these emotions physically um, too, we can upgrade and update some of our uh, different genetic codes. So that's always great. Whew, okay, good. That's your heart. Thank you so much. Mm, awesome. Thank pleasure. you, Caroline. Um, all right, Debbie, you want to ask your question? You want to unmute yourself? Thank you so, so very much for taking my question. Uh, blessings to everybody um, who's, who's watching today. Um, I am brand new to opening up the Akashic Records. Um, I am uh, a hypersensory person and an empath. Um, so I'm just starting to tap into the Akashic Records now uh, within the last couple of weeks. Um, what I, I, I did manage to open it somewhat. Long story short, I feel like at least in one of my lifetimes, I was a, a kept wife. Um, and I'm a very talented person and I have a very loving and caring husband, but I have this mindset that I have this scarcity belief that is so ingrained in me, but it has, I was surrounded by that my entire life with fa like female family members. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've worked and so forth, but I feel like I can't go forward with my awakening, with all my hopes and dreams that I want to do, because 
I feel like no matter what I do, I have to rely on my husband and the feeling is crippling. And I, from a monetary mindset, I want to release that. How, how can I do that? <laughs> um, That's a big one. Can I, just, yeah. can I just say something really quickly? Yeah. Don't do what I did. Okay. <laughs> Don't do what I did. My husband had a stroke in, um, in November, you know, like massive stroke. You know, he, I don't know when he's ever going to be able to work again. And, but before that, he was supporting me. He was doing everything for me. And I was loving it and I was liking it. And I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. I don't have to worry about anything. And then, you know, that happened. And now I'm like, it's all me. It's all me. And you know what? It's great. It's fine. I have no problems. I have no issues. Everything is working out great. I'm making actually more money than I did before. He went and had a stroke. So... You know, right. don't do that. <laughs> just, just don't do that. Okay. So don't be like, oh my God, I, I have to do it myself. I don't want to be supported by him or, or, oh my God, I love his support so much. And like, just, whew. Right. <laughs> right. Good point. Again, be careful what you wish for is always a, you know, a good thing to be conscious of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, there's many different layers around that. So we have, we have uh, past life vows. I also saw um, oh, someone Oh, can I just else. say one thing? Don't say you're stuck. Please, don't say you're stuck. Okay, you're moving forward. Always moving forward. Don't Always. say you're stuck. Yes. Yeah. Watch, yeah. Your, watch your words. Because Linda so. just wrote, that's where I'm stuck. Like, no, you right, want to be right. stuck there? Then fine, but don't say that. <laughs> We may have had those patterns, but we're letting them go right now. Exactly. So, um, so there are a lot of different past lives, so many lifetimes, honestly, where we, where women were just mothers and, and wives. That's all, that was our job, right? And I mean, it was a hard job because, you know, you were carrying water or even if it was in the 1800s or something, you know, you were, it's, you know, sometimes we were rich, but sometimes we weren't. And it was still, there's a lot of um, work to, to being the, the, the woman in the family, right? The cooking, the, the fire, the, the food, the shopping, the water, the laundry, the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, what the record keepers want to do is take the hard out of work. So that's, interesting because, right, so many hundreds, thousands of years, um, our work was very hard and we weren't very well respected. So we want to go, I'm going to go back and I want to clear a lot of that um, kind of energetic belief uh, that, that work is really hard because that often will get us, you know, tripped up in, in, um, making more money or creating a business or whatever, looking for a better job, whatever it might be, because it's a, it's a conscious and unconscious mindset about work is hard. But we also want to clear, and, and again, a lot of this is the masculine feminine imbalance I was talking about earlier, where, where um, there are so many of us are here to bring it back to balance. It was men, they took care of the women, they were had the power, we had no real, you know, power, we had often low self-esteem, all of those things. So 
um, uh, some of the ways that we actually do bring it back into balance is we, we do it energetically, but we really do it by making new choices. And those new choices are, I choose to work. I, I choose to create a business or a career. Let me just say, when I told my husband I was going to, you know, do this Akashic record business, I had a healing center and doing that. He's a CPA. He thought, sure, honey, whatever, go have fun. <laughs> now he's like, uh, okay, can I just retire? Because now you make as much money as I do, you know? So it's us making a choice. It's us aligning to really who we are as a soul, aligning to our true gifts and talents, believing in ourselves, and then and then doing something about it, right? Creating a career, creating a business, um, whatever that means, or getting a job that you love because you get to be, to do whatever that might be that you love to do. Um, so part of it is about letting go of stuff we're not even conscious about half the time and, um, and then getting more and more conscious every day to make new choices. So um, I'm gonna go back through a lot of our past lives and just clear. So basically I'm clearing soul contracts that we've had as women with men to play small, to just you know do the housework, whatever that was in that life or that day or day or time. Um, and, um, kind of clearing, uh, those soul contracts and even the group contract. So often the group contract was with the family. So you may have had children and it was your job, right? To take care of them, to feed them, to clothe them, to maybe sew and wash and iron and, you know, keep them all of those pieces. So, um, it's time to clear and release and delete all of those old soul contracts, group contracts with our, with our spouses and our families and our children and our bigger families because they no longer serve you. They're a different life. They're not this one. <clears throat> and then we want to update and upgrade um, our soul contracts now to be in balance, to be mutually supportive. So it's very important to have soul contracts where it's like, I'm here to support you and you're here to support me. We are mutually supportive. And that means that you support me when I go back to school or when I start my business or when I look for a job and you support me, you know, in cooking dinner, and taking care of the kids, whatever all of that might be in your life as you make new choices and new decisions. So that's a lot of what um, the record keepers are working on for everyone and however that is um, in your life right now. You know, and like I say, you know, certainly it's things that I've worked through with the Akashic Records. And again, I love to teach people to access their own because I find it so valuable. It was one thing when my kids were little and now they're in their mid-20s. <laughs> Two of them still live at home, but <laughs> with COVID and everything. But, you know, um, we get to change. We get to, you know, let go of some of those contracts of 
raising our children. Now they're raised, right? And, and often we don't ever update them or upgrade them or are conscious that we have contracts with our kids from, you know, 20 years ago, 30, 40 years ago. I've worked with clients who have, you know, 50 year old children. And it's like, let's update those contracts. So we're just going to ask the Akashic Record Keepers to update all of our soul contracts with our family members, with our children, with our spouses, and with our parents, if they're still embodied, that your parents don't treat you like a little kid any longer because you're not, right? <laughs> so updating all of our soul contracts with our family members in this life to bring them into present time, highest and best good for you and your family. And then, again, we're gonna talk a little bit about this, um, well, probably relatively soon, but really um, about, about being able to go into your own record so that you can say, you know, now what? You know, I, I cleared and updated those contracts a month ago. What's my next step now? What's my highest and best? What did my soul want to do? What gifts and talents do I want to um, bring to humanity? Right? Because not only do I teach you to access your own Akashic records so that you can do your own self-mastery work and heal your own life. But I teach a whole career mastery program for people who are looking to become Akashic record consultants and healers who want to do this sort of work. So um, it's about really understanding ourselves in so much um, bigger, in a such, so much bigger way. My English some days in a much bigger <laughs> and, and, way. <laughs> and empowering way too. It empowers you to create. Empowering, right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. What else did I come to do? Right. Maybe it's about writing books. Maybe it's about creating something. Maybe it's about starting your own business, you know, whatever that might be for you. So yeah. um Perfect. yeah, so that feels a little better. How's that, De Debbie? Good? Better? Yes, I appreciate that so much. Um, yeah. I have equal partnership. I do a lot of stuff, people. Right. But, this, sure. but this limiting belief that I feel like I'm going to like starve to death if I decide, you know, I want to leave or whatever the case may be. It's yeah, I needed that contract. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, we want to update Lisa. them, right? If they're still viable. Right? So, so definitely, you know, sometimes we have a contract to have a family or our kids or whatever, and then the contract might be over. Um, but we also often have, you know, contracts that are long. I've been married for 30 years now. It'll be our 31st anniversary this December. So um, three kids, happily married, right? So, but it takes, it takes updating. It takes change. It takes, you know, both yeah. of you, right? Um, being able to be aware of it. So, and making new choices all the time. And, and it's not always easy to go. You know, I'm, I'm going to start a business and I'm not going to be home as much and I'm not going to be cooking as often or, you know, what can we do? How can we make this happen? So definitely a conversation. Yeah. How or, can we make this work together? together. Yes. Yeah. Right. Good. Oh, thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Because that's all about balancing also masculine, feminine imbalance, as well as our own personal soul contracts. So yeah. Great. Awesome. Good. Thank you. All right. I know we are... Um,
getting low on time. Um, did you want to talk quickly about the course that's starting, I think, next week, right? Yeah. Um, it's like, what? Um, I'm just going to share the, the link in the chat. It is um, alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa6. It's also at this, the, 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 here. I'm just going to put it here in a second. It's also at this link. <laughs> it just comes up that way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So one of the um, one of the things that happened, you know, whatever years ago, when the record keeper said, "Would you help us bring this information back to humanity?" They also said, "Would you start a school?" So that's one of the ways to bring it back to humanity. So one way is, of course, talking and sharing. It's the all the books I've written, as well as actually teaching people the five-step wisdom prayer system the Akashic Masters have given me. So that's exactly what I do in this um, online workshop. It starts next Tuesday and it is seven sessions over three and a half weeks. And what I do is I teach you the five-step wisdom prayer system. I teach you um, seven Akashic healing prayers to clear and release old stuck energy. I, I, um, there's 14 hours, really 12 hours of real guided, um, work in, in six of the sessions and, and processes, and you have your 40 plus page manual. And then in the seventh session, I love to go back and help people integrate, do some group healing after learning to access the records, answer your questions. So in these um, seven sessions, we go very deep with with the seven, the five step wisdom prayer system exercises, you get your questions, um, about the work and the processes answered during Q&A time every, every, um, every two hour session. And so you're learning more tools to align to the higher Akashic vibration. There's guided meditations um, for kind of support and grounding and protection, as well as meditations to call back your own energy. And of course, everything is recorded so you can go back and rewatch with the whole slides, with all the information, you can redo every session. So if you miss one, you can watch it immediately. Um, and so this really takes you from um, somebody who's maybe trying to access the records through, you know, through a meditation or just kind of hoping that if you ask your guides, maybe they can take you there. This is a very, um, tried and true five-step wisdom prayer system that the record keepers have given me. So I've taught thousands of students around the world how to do this, how to clear blocks that hold you um, back, how to release old karmic patterns, how to gain clarity about decisions you want to make moving forward. Um, of course, how you're aligning to your own soul wisdom, to your soul's plan and purpose and so that you can make that money that you deserve so that you can take those next next steps to create whatever that is whether it's a business or get a job or or just do something new that you're not conscious of yet so all of that information is so available to you in your akashic records as we really um 
open our hearts and receive more support from the divine source, from the Akashic field, how we can really understand these relationships so that we can shift them, clear them, release those old contracts. So much energy. I really teach you how to move the energy, how to heal these old um, patterns that, that no longer serve you. As you know, as you're asking about your soul contracts and you know what's viable, what what's out of alignment, out of time and space. So, um, and when you come to work in the Akashic Record, one of the great gifts you receive is, as we're doing this healing work for ourselves, we're literally raising our vibration. We're changing our own frequency. And so, again, like I was talking about being magnetic beings, as you raise your frequency, you're drawing higher frequency, uh, everything to you, whether it's new friends or um, uh, work or just, you know, fun. It's really what, you, what you're creating in your world is based on your vibration and frequency. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's not just, you know, Akashic record readings per se, it's also a healing. So it's a healing modality as well as a record Akashic record reading modality, right? Because I always find that when you are accessing or going into the records, there's a different energy there, you know, and automatically you start to, you know, receive that healing energy and that higher vibration, the higher frequencies, and that automatically starts to change you if you're willing to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, beautifully said, Alara, because just by opening your Akashic records and starting the conversation with your Akashic record keepers, you can ask them to help you clear and release old energies, ask them what's up to, to be healed. I give you seven healing prayers to work with um, and, and so much more. So really, when the record keepers asked me to start a school, and I said, kind of like, why me? Why should I do that? That's a lot of work. And, and they said, we want you, because you are a healer, we want you to teach healing through the Akashic Records. And so literally the first round of the school I created and manuals didn't have any healing until like the fourth workshop. So you know, course one, course two, course three, course four, course four had all the healing in it. And I taught it that way once. And they said, no, we need to revise that. We're going to take course four and we're going to rip it into pieces. So there's healing from the very beginning, from course one and course two, you go deeper and course three, where you learn to access the records for other people, you have more healing for clients. And so the healing honestly really is a huge aspect of what I teach my students um, is quantum healing through the Akashic records. And, you know, I have, <laughs> I'm crazy, but I have actually trained in Akashic records four different ways through like four different, you know, four different ways, you know, so, and I find that this one, the Lisa's school's uh, method is one of the easiest, you know, two of them I've totally discounted. It's like, I can't do that. I'm like not even going to go there. So there's, you know, this one and one other one. And I find that this one, I, I love the prayers, you know, I, 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 this, it's just so, the energy for me is different when I'm going into the records with your system than with any the other systems. It's like the, the energy is there automatically. Like I'm already feeling the healing, you know, right away. So I, you know, I find your way, the, one of the easiest. 
to get mm -hmm. into the records and to have that connection and feel because I'm a feeler, right? So I feel the energy, right? right. So um, some of the other ways, like I don't even know <laughs> what, uh, what's, <laughs> how do I even like what do I what do I? Uh, it was like I don't even know. So yeah, right. you know, really, really empowering, really helpful, and you know, at this where we are in our lives right now we need the tools to empower ourselves we need the tools to work with our with ourselves yes it's wonderful to get to get healing and support from other healers and teachers but we also should be able to access it ourselves you know and get the answers for ourselves i am I, i'm a i'm a i love getting <laughs> going to other people and just getting like you know reading for this reading for that not necessarily healing unless i'm really desperate but I, I love that. I, I, I'm a junkie in that way, you know, so, but, you know, but I also get my own answers for myself too, right? So I will go once in a while to a reader of some sort, but I also like to get my own answers as well. So it's really, I just wanted to say that, you know, and like I said, Lisa came to Ottawa one time and she was teaching the Kashuk Records and it's like, I loved it. I still, I still remember that so fondly. It's like, and the stuff that we did in the class was so amazing. You know, it's like, oh, I, I hope I still have the, the picture that I made. I, I might somewhere, you know, it might be in a box, but I, it was so wonderful. It was so empowering and so enlightening. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you did course too, because that was part of bringing through more creativity through the Akashic records that we do in, in course two. And um, yeah, that was yeah. so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God. And the story that we wrote, it's like, oh my God, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I really enjoyed oh, it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. Good. But the thing so is, I it's like, I was just yeah. going to say, but the thing is, the healing is available to you the the you know accessing the records is available to you it's not just for you know special people anymore right it's available to all of us if you're willing to you know take that take that step of like all right i'm going to open my records i'm going to go in i'm going to start to feel and just be present in the energy and then i'm going to start to ask questions you know whatever they happen to be for you and then doing it consistently not just once when you're like in desperation mode but like consistently but everyday things not the most triggered you know thing that you have to <laughs> figure out for your life but you know little things too about you know what you, what you should eat or you know it's like yeah do i i, I want to do this business you know is that a good idea or like you know like right. i mean those are not the right questions but you know what i mean it's like any area is available to you that you can ask about but don't wait until you're in dire straits and it's like i have to get this answer right so ask about everything because otherwise you're, you know, you're kind of, you're triggered and you get stuck. You can call in your ego and you can, you know, especially if you aren't, haven't been practicing. So yeah, every day, highest and best, what's the highest and best, you know, way for me to be of service to my family or my community or myself, right? Yeah. Is it in my highest and best good to take this workshop or to, or to take that trip or to, um, you know, is this relationship, do I have a soul contract? Is this person part of my soul family? Is the soul contract still viable, right? So I teach you over 30 questions. I have two pages of just questions to help you as well as we do dozens and dozens. I mean, I don't know, I, I should count that one day. We usually do at least two to four exercises per session and there are six sessions. So mm -hmm. we do, you know, I don't know, 
let's just say, you know, 30 or so different kinds of exercises so you can learn and start to use it and really practice and see how valuable it is in your life. So, but again, like everything, it is a process. Um, I now teach it in three and a half weeks instead of in six weeks, just because I think, you know, people are moving so much faster. The record keepers were like, yeah. you know, it's good to compress things in some ways. Um, yeah. But Absolutely. yeah, lots of bonuses. There's a 45 minute healing um, pre-recorded call t- to help you um, clear your clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, right? To help you with that. So if you look at that sales page, you'll see the bonuses, see, feel, and hear guidance with the Akashic Healing, as well as Rainbow Shield and our, our private Facebook group for students only, and a discount on a personal one-to-one, uh, 25% discount um, if you do want to do a reading healing session. Some people like to jump in with that and be like, I want to clear a bunch of stuff before I start the class or while I'm working on the class or, you know, after the class. It's good for a year. Mm-hmm. So... Awesome. All, so right. all that is available at uh, alara.at forward slash Lisa six. Um, alara.at forward slash, what am I saying? Alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa six. So the, <laughs> the class starts next week, next Tuesday, June 8th. It's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it'll go by really quick. So by the, by the end of June, you will be a level one practitioner, I guess you call it right yeah you'll be accessing your own akashic records for yourself for your life to transform yourself and this is such really um (laughs) i didn't realize it until today what a profound time to take this workshop right things are changing so fast it's really exciting Uh, somebody had posted a question really quickly and i want to i want to ask this but she doesn't she was adopted she doesn't have um i don't think she knows exactly her birth date or time is that Mm -hmm. is that okay can she yeah. still access her records? Yeah, yeah we're, we're not doing astrology. We're accessing the Akashic records. So you do not need, all you need is whatever your current legal name is to access your own Akashic records. Yeah, yeah. so whatever your current legal name is, that's all you need. You don't need to know anything else. Date or time of birth, you don't have to know. Yeah, or place or anything, yeah. Or place so or we anything. don't do it any kind of way that way. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah know. and I'm glad I was just seeing... Um, Oh, somebody said that. Oh, yes, I, oh, um, uh, Sherry, yes, I felt the healing today. So I want to, yeah, thank you for saying that. As a matter of fact, and I do want to um, fill everybody up before we do end with their highest Akashic wisdom, energy, and light that they can now hold from the healing we've done. And we want to close and lock the group records for now. And so it is. Blessed be. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you. And that's, and you know, every time you go into your records, you are upgraded automatically, right? Not necessarily, not necessarily your soul contracts, but your energy is upgraded. Um, Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is personal. Um, The record keeper said to me, it's important for people to do their own self-mastery, their Akashic self-mastery before they start doing readings for someone else, right? So if you learn to read for someone else um, and you don't know anything about your own Akashic records, really, you know, kind of what filters, what thoughts, what beliefs, you know, where, what's that information coming through? So they said it was very important. So course one and two is 
Akashic self-mastery. It's all about you. And that's where it all begins is healing ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And then I have a seven-month career mastery program that takes you from being um, a novice Akashic reader to really starting a business. So it's a very full seven-month program to being a certified Akashic consultant with Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom mm -hmm. and being awesome. on my school website. So that's career mastery. So yeah. Um, yeah, course one and two, it'll be June and July. So really you can do self-mastery in two months and then, um, and then the next step is career. Awesome. <laughs> Good. Thank you. So I think, you know, I know we didn't get to all the questions, but we answered, you know, quite a few questions and brought in the healing with the questions, right? So we, we, we answered the questions plus did clearing and healing around whatever the question was. So I, you know, definitely, as you all know, I was yawning through the whole thing as well, because that's how I process energies for everybody um, as well. But for, for yourself, please do drink some water. Please do walk around, get some fresh air, because we are, we did receive <clears throat> higher vibrational energy. So that is going to have an impact on your energy field in a good way, right? But just, you know, balance yourself, drink water, walk around, et cetera, and ground <laughs> the best right. you can. You are well. all... We were as a group, if you remember, we opened the group records, I brought you all into the Akashic field with me. So we've all been in the records for almost an hour, yeah. which most people find, especially the first time, if you're not doing a ton of energy healing, it might make you tired. Or, you know, again, you know, an Epsom salt bath, you might be feeling emotional from some of the energies we've cleared, whatever that is for you, just take good care of yourself. And it's important just to be conscious that you were hanging out in the Akashic Records for an hour with me. So if you're tired, yawny, take a nap. It's exactly. all good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing too. I remember one of the clearings we did was around guilt and especially in the, in the cellular memory and in the physical cells, you know, so that's yeah. going that may affect you right so just yep. again just be gentle with yourself and allow the processes processing to take place um marianne you have your hand uh you're you're unmuted we're not taking like questions per se but did you have a comment or anything because i see that you're unmuted yes no maybe so maybe it was by accident all right i'm going to assume it's by accident because i can't hear you anyways Okay, cool. Um, awesome. All right. So Lisa, any, any last words of wisdom from the, from you or the Akashic record keepers? They usually have something to say. Um, what I'm actually seeing, it looks like it's, um, you know, raining beautiful golden light and beautiful energy for everyone. And they say, be conscious, make a new choice, make a higher vibrational, higher conscious choice today or tomorrow or this week, this month, right? Be aware, be conscious, make a new choice. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Make a new choice and, you know, from your heart space the best you can, right? Not a mental choice, but, go, you know, go deep into your heart space and, and make a new choice for you that empowers you, that uplifts you and and or humanity right so when you're you know a lot of us are always told just focus on humanity focus on the planet but also include you in that as well you are also part of the planet you are also part of humanity so please include yourself as well okay yeah absolutely 
yes awesome. now is the time yay it's exciting yes so, it is it is you. an exciting time yeah absolutely so thank you thank you so much everyone thank for all you. your questions thank you lisa once again thank you for being here with us and sharing your wonderful wisdom um your healing and your talent and your gift you're such you know thank you thank you i, I really appreciate you and i'm so glad you're here with us um sharing your gift with the world empowering all of us to know that we that something else is possible for us and that we are worthy and deserving and we have access to so much now and why not take advantage of it so thank you oh thank you thank you for all you do and having me on and being the platform to share this so i appreciate you alara thank you and thank you everyone until next time may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity and radiant health Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.